7.02. The Newsmaker of the Day with John Perlman. So out in Alexandra Township, there's been conflict around homes that were built container style. Uh, They were built and the launch took place on the 3rd of July 2020. They were meant to house people to uh, try and deal with the many problems visited upon us by the COVID-19 pandemic, including the fact that the overcrowded conditions in a place like Alex were extremely, extremely bad. Uh, But for all the reasons we know uh, that... uh, that led to the spread of COVID-19 in the way that it did. There has in recent days been a battle between members of the community who have occupied those shelters and the city of Joburg who have forcibly removed them from those places. So to understand better why something, a project that had a budget of 500 million rand has never actually led to people occupying those homes. To talk about this, we're joined by Ntatisi Modingwane, who is Deputy Director for Communications in the city of Johannesburg. Mr. Modingwane, welcome and thanks very much for your time. Uh, these uh, container houses were meant to house, we understand, uh, up to 1,600 people, and yet they've never been occupied. I understand 140 million out of a budget of 500 million has already been spent. Uh, why has nobody ever lived there legally? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, John, and thank you very much for the opportunity so that we can clarify some of these issues. Uh, John, let me start by, <clears throat> by clarifying the amount um, that we are talking about currently because the original amount for the first phase of the project was 69 million um, uh, which has already been used and committed and then subsequent to that uh, some structures were invaded uh, and which caused damages to, to those structures which uh, compelled us to uh, put another uh, 24 million to 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 fix that those damages uh, that had happened. So what is happening is that the structures are not uh, ready for occupation. We don't have <coughs> occupation certificates for those structures yet because uh, we are busy with uh, environmental impact assessment studies. We are busy with uh, development planning processes and also ensuring that the bulk infrastructure is in place. Which can I ask you this, Mr. Mudingwane? I must come in there. I mean, th- this is three and a half years later. And I understand that all those things need to be done. And I understand there is disruption when people invade structures. But uh, you, you, you have highly qualified and I assume highly paid people in the city who know that when you build housing in uh, space stressed spaces like Alexandra Township, and presumably they're hired because they have those skills. All these things need to be put in place before you even start, surely. You must remember that we started in July 2020. Yes. And then what happened is that um, there were strict COVID restrictions which were affecting timely sourcing of some of the material. So you can't put people on structures that are not complete. There was an issue that affected the project which was... uh, uh, and work stoppage, which was uh, resulted because of uh, late payment or non-payment. There were community unrest that uh, affected uh, the project as well, uh, which impacted some of the uh, the work that has to be done. So there were continuous work stoppages 
in that project. It has been one of the stressful projects that we had to uh, to implement. How much has been spent in total so far? Uh, so far, we are just under uh, 100 million that has been uh, used and utilized and committed. And nobody has, the- nobody has ever lived there legally. So in a sense, even though 100 million has been spent, nobody has had any kind of stable shelter nearly three and a half years later. What we, 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 we want to do, John, is to make sure that when you put people in a structure, you don't put people in a structure that may uh, endanger their lives, uh, that is not certified to be habitable for human beings to, sit, uh, to, to, to be in. So what we are doing now, uh, post the eviction of the illegal invaders, is to make sure that compliance happens, and then those that are earmarked, uh, to live in those structures are allocated as soon as possible. One but, of but but sorry, I I, I, mu- I must ask you this, Mister <laughs> Mister Mudingwani, because I, I keep coming back to this. A hundred million later, three and a half months later, you as the city of Johannesburg, these problems notwithstanding, have been unable to put up structures that are safe to live in, and and most critically, you've been unable to connect them to water, electricity, and sewage. How, how can that be possible in a city with the resources of expertise and money that Joburg has? Yes, work has been happening in that space because one of the things that you must remember is that uh, on the 8th of March, 2023, uh, most of the structures were invaded. We tried to evict people. We tried yes. to do eviction on the 8th of, 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 of uh, December. Uh, unfortunately, the, the, the SAPS public uh, order policing were not ready to assist us. It's, a, it's an order that we obtained on the, on the 14th of August and another order that we ob- obtained on the, on the 10th. Because when, when these things happen, you need to follow the legal processes and make sure that you do things according to the law. Shouldn't, shouldn't you have spent some money on security to try and prevent these invasions in the first place? We have spent a whole lot of amount in security, including some yes. of our JMPD officers. What happened is that when the invasion happened, the people that came through were very heavily armed. One of our, our officers, JMPD officers, was shot and ended up in hospital. So we're trying to also save um, uh, our, our personnel in this space and do things in consultation with communities in that space so that we don't endanger anyone's lives. Okay. So we are putting security there, but uh, uh, when people come with uh, heavy ammunition as well, we need to rope in other law enforcement can, agencies. Can, can I ask you a final question? I mean, why did you even start building before you had the EIA, before you had all the necessary permission, and before you had lined up the bulk services? I mean, this sounds like a project that should never have been embarked on. Now, the project was an emergency project which was responding to the COVID uh, pandemic. And the money was not even uh, the money that has been budgeted for by the city. The money was uh, a grant of some kind that was uh, uh, where uh, our entity, Joshko, was uh, appointed uh, to do the construction of site. So we had to do everything in parallel. Uh, and make sure that we get those shipping containers, we stack them properly, we, yes. we, we do other things that needs to be done in terms of uh, t- uh, town planning processes and make sure that we 
uh, we connect the sewer, the water, and the which has not been done yet. Which uh, it's in the process of being concluded now. Thank you very much, and Tatisi Mudingwane, Deputy Director responsible for communications in the city of Johannesburg. Many, many challenges, but I, I'm not convinced that there's a, 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 a decent explanation for why, after spending a hundred million rand, and and very few people, I think, will say uh, taking over housing in in the way that it's been taken over is justified. But at the same time, I think very few people would say, uh, well, what do we expect people to do when they are homeless, when they live in overcrowded circumstances, uh, when the economic pressure and the social pressures are like a massive weight on their shoulders and, and, and on their mental state. And there's all this empty housing, standing empty, not just for a while, but for nearly three and a half years, 22 minutes past five.